Hello and welcome to another episode of the In Between Podcast and the first episode of 2023. Let's go ahead and get things started. Hello there and welcome to another episode of the In Between Podcast with your host as always, Kyle McLemore. Now before we get too far along in the pod, go ahead and smack the old like and subscribe. Go ahead and punch that like and subscribe button. Helps the show stay alive, and we appreciate it here at the In Between Podcast. How are you guys doing? How was your New Year's? Hopefully everybody survived the night. Uh, hopefully you dodged all those raining bullets and people shooting up in the sky. Uh, my New Year was fine. Bringing in the year 2023, uh, I spent my New Year's with a John Wick marathon. Uh, yeah, I decided, I mean, they had it at Walmart, it was like a bundle package, one, two, and three, and I figured with number four just around the corner, uh, I thought I'd do a little refresher course, and, uh, geez, uh, I, I should have done like a body count, or I'm sure there's a way you could probably look it up and find John Wick's body count throughout the trilogy, um, but geez, I mean, that guy is... There's got to be like, I would love to see the equivalency scale. Like, John Wilkes has killed more people than COVID. Uh, like, when you, it's like a real problem when you're doing like all three movies in a row. It's like you really like start to get like desensitized to like just the endless, endless river of bodies that are just flowing from John Wick, like just nonstop. But yeah, I don't think I even made it to. Midnight. I think I clocked out at around like 11 or maybe even like a little bit 11.30 maybe. I don't know. Maybe just getting old. I, I can't even remember the last time I actually rang in the new year like past midnight. Usually I clock out early because uh, I guess I'm just old or maybe it's like just waking up early or whatever. But uh, difficult for me to. And then like that's the other thing too is like, you know, got to have some booze or whatever with your new years and something about alcohol just makes me sleepy as hell like i just if i can like quickly power through like you know one two three four drinks and like blast straight to druntsville then you know sure but if i'm just like casually drinking by the time i hit two i'm just like ooh, i'm gonna go go sit down here and get kind of cozy and nod off for a minute like it just makes me drowsy but yeah, New Year's was cool. Uh, New Year, same Broncos. As you can see, our season's not over. Uh, I think we've got one game left, thank God, against the Chargers. Uh, unfortunately, we just lost against the Chiefs again. Uh, close game. I actually got to go see my beloved Broncos, thanks to a good friend of mine. I uh, got tickets to go to SoFi, home of the Rams and Chargers. It's always hilarious to me that they got to share a stadium. Um, but yeah, I've never been to SoFi. I've never even seen the Rams. And I have no ill will or any beef towards the Rams when they were, uh, you know, Saint, they've been like St. Louis most of my life. So when they were in St. Louis, I, you know, they were kind of one of those teams that weren't really on our radar. And now that they're back in L.A., it's like I still have no ill will. In fact, anything I would like to... I would like to like the Rams, if that makes sense, just because it's like as close as a home team as I can get, because I will never, ever like the Chargers. Um, even with them also being Los Angeles, it's just like, nah, go back to San Diego. Um, that's, I've been to, so I've been to three NFL games. First one in San Diego, Denver versus Chargers, and my God, 
it was awful. Uh, what a way to like really ignite my rivalry against the Chargers. Because uh, it was just not, like, we were, okay, I mean, like, this was, like, back in, I don't even know, 2006, 2007 or something like that, maybe, at the latest. Uh, we were just a really bad team during that era, and it was just a hailstorm of, like, shit-talking from all these Chargers, and, like, it was brutal, brutal home game, but, um... Look who has the last laugh as that stadium no longer exists. Demolished. And now they got, got a share. Excuse me. Uh, but, yeah, the second game was over in Las Vegas with the Raiders. Um, and as soon as Raiders went to Las Vegas, like, they completely, like, it's just a whole new team in my eyes. Like, as soon as they went to Vegas, it was just like, yes, dude. Like, never before have I had such a perfect, like, thinking of just like yes dude the personality of a team and the personality of a a city just like molded perfectly together and like this beautiful match made in heaven like is there a better place for the fucking raiders to go dude than vegas like it just matches so perfectly uh so even though they're in the broncos division and even though it is like technically a rivalry when they went to vegas it's just like hey we're wiping the slate clean like i don't like you know I'm also a big LA Teens fans, but I like the Ducks, too. I mean, how can you not like the Ducks, dude? They're awesome. I wish they would go back to the, you know, Mighty Duck kind of era look instead of this stupid orange D putt symbol thing or whatever they got going. But it's the same thing with the Raiders. Where it's like, you know, after they moved to Vegas, it's like, hey, we're starting clean. I don't dislike you guys anymore. In fact, if the, anything the opposite, I want to like you guys Except for when they play the Broncos. But even then, like, um, so yeah, I went to go see them. And then, like, man, their stadium is really awesome. They have a great stadium. And then motherfuckers are bringing out Bruce Buffer at the beginning. It is like, he gets the whole stadium fucking lit, dude. He gets that whole place fired up. And he earned, I I don't know if he does, I hope he does it every night because that'd be awesome. Uh, And he earns that paycheck. So yeah, I went to SoFi and it was so fine it was fine it was nothing uh nothing bad at all i mean like uh maybe we just got lucky where we were sitting where it wasn't any like um lame rams fans or anything in fact i feel like there was like the majority were like denver fans i went in uh kind of low key to that like i just had such a bad experience at that uh charger game that i didn't want to risk you know Leaving at the end of the day, being like, "Fuck the Rams, dude! Fuck this place!" Like I want, like I said, like I, it's like as close as a home team as I'll get. So it's like I want to like them. So I figured I would go in there, kind of low key, not blasting the orange too loud. Um, and it was chill. We had some pretty cool seats. It was like right, perfectly middle field. We got to see uh, Russell Wilson warming up. Got to see Mitt Manis do a bunch of pre pre game kits. It was awesome. And then the game starts, and it's like, uh, I think the final at the end was like 50-something to like 14, and it's like, dude, once you're crossing the 50s and the other team is like still in the teens, it's like, dude, just just stop it. Like, oh, God, he's already dead. Stop. Uh, yeah, fucking Russell Wilson threw like four interceptions or something, and then like our backup came in and threw a, his first throw was like a pit six, and it's just like, this is just like... Brutal. I would love to go see a Denver Bronco game and have them win. Maybe, maybe uh, when I finally go see them at Mile High, <clears throat> they'll have that W. Excuse me, one sec. Like I'm not sick. Like I feel totally fine, but 
been dealing like with a congestion thing, like all in the nose and in the chest area. <clears throat> That's always good for the podcast. Lots of sniffing, snorting, coughing, and hacking. Always good for that ASMR episode. Um, but yeah, the game was cool. Got a got a LA street dog. Of course, you got to go anytime you go to LA. You got to get that once you once that aroma of the grilled onions hits your nose. There's no escaping it. Um, yeah, but it was cool. Chill game, other than the completely one-sided offense. But, you know, what are you going to do? It was still cool to go. It was still awesome. We got there really early. Got to check out the whole stadium. Yeah, really cool stadium. It was really nice. Got to hear all the cool stadium music. They're playing, uh, you know, Guns and Roses and uh, that White Stripes. And then they start busting, like, I don't know. What what else are other uh, stadium songs? Kid Rock. Bow with the ba- <laughs> how is uh, how is that like a song, dude? I always think about that because like, uh, fuck yeah, I've got Kid Rock on my playlist. But anytime that song comes up, or anytime I stroll across the ball with the ball, like it's spelled out like B A whatever the fuck. What a crazy like name to like. Uh, I don't know, like, cause it's in the song. Ball with the ball, the bang, the bang, did it, did it. The craziest lyrics. And I just imagine Chris Rock like, ball with the ball, the bang, the bang, diddy, diddy, yeah. This shit's awesome. This is a, uh, a ball with the ball banger is what this is. But I mean, like, how can you not let that, my name is Kid. Oh, such a uh, great intro to that song. And then, uh, yeah, what's his, I, I think I know, like, two Kid Rock songs. What's the other one? The cowboy one. Rock and smell a pig from a mile away. That's a good line. Do you guys remember, like, the first time you uh, heard Kid Rock or when Kid Rock came on the scene? I should. I wish I had looked it up. It was, like, gotta be late 90s, early 2000s, maybe? All I remember is I remember the person who showed me Kid Rock was my dad, I'm pretty sure. I don't think he technically showed me. I just remember him being the first person I remember talking about it. Where I think uh, it was just casually just like, hey, have you heard this uh, Kid Rock? It's like kind of cool. And I remember thinking like, Kid Rock? You're talking about like Kid's Bop? Is that like a rock version of like kids bop or something? You fucking loser. Like, I was like, oh, how lame, dude. You're listening to like a kids bop thing? And I just remember thinking like, oh, my dad is lame as fuck. Listen to, listening to like a kids bop, but like a rock version. What the hell? And then to my surprise, when I finally did listen to like the actual, I was like, oh, this, like, this is not kids bop at all. Never mind. Uh, thank God. Jeez, I just had you pictured as a complete loser for a second. Like, thank God you're just really into this, like, <laughs> white, trashy, hip-hop, rock genre. Uh, yeah, Kid Rock, always singing. Always had, like, some really fun lyrics about, you know, trailer parts and, like, old strippers. Old strippers. When was the last time you guys went to, like, a strip club, man? It's been years like strip clubs like they have that thing where it's like it's tough for me to you have to like check your reality at the door i guess you want to say it's like when you go to disneyland it's like you go in there and it's like you kind of leave your reality at the gate and you're just like ooh, magic oh that really is a giant mouse oh shit hey it's the real cinderella it's like you kind of have to do that at strip clubs too it's like you have to walk in there like leave 
reality at the door to the side oh wow she really likes me what you're really interested in what i say and what i do for a living huh crazy it's like it's hard to like you know it's hard to leave the reality of like I, that's just like it's always in the back of my mind of just like none of these girls care none of these girls like me at all none of these girls they probably in fact think the opposite just the fact of being there it's just like None of these girls would ever like me in their, like, outside of stripper life, like, and the fact that I'm here in the strip club probably, like, confirms, like, yeah, that I would never like that guy. So it's, like, hard to, like, get in the strip club mood of just, like, yeah, let me throw all my money away for just, like, this fake affection or whatever. But having said all that, last time I went to a strip club was quite some time ago like we're talking years and years ago and what a sad event it was like next level weird sadness this was like the ultimate kid rock strip club he would have loved it and he probably would have turned it around and made it awesome if he had been there unfortunately when i went it was like me and like two other guys which is already not what you want right when you go into a strip club and it's like abandoned except for dancers and even the dancers are just like chilling uh so yeah go in there and it's just like okay uh not exactly a bachelor night i guess and immediately it's like uh just kind of like go to the bar to get a drink and it's just like kind of hanging out for a second and out of the corner of my eye, I see, like, the oldest stripper in the world, like, kind of, like, eyeballing me. And I'm just like, oh, boy. And so as soon as we made eye contact, it's like, of course, she's, like, sliding over. And it's like, oh, shit, here we go. And she's just like, hey, so, you know, blah, 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 small talk, small talk, stripper, small talk. But I don't hear anything she says because all my mind just shoots down this rabbit hole of, like, how are you this old and working here, dude. What happened in your life that you're still like, okay, I'm gonna try to like, it's been so long, I have to remember, but like, maybe ballpark it. No way this lady was younger than like late 40s or like, it's so hard. I'm bad with ages too, but this chick was old, dude. Old to where like, so old that that's all I could think about was how old she was. So eventually, of course, on cue, the Stripper DJ is like, hey, it's a, it's a double, double dance, dance night. night. Double, 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 double discount dance. Or whatever. Two for Two one, one dance. dance. Here, Here we go. go. Ladies, ladies, get your guys and get to the microphone. Or how are those stripper DJs always talk? And so she's like, hey, it's a. Hey, it's. It's two for one. No, she didn't talk like that. It was fine. She was like, hey, it's two. Hey, hey sweetheart, it's two for one. You want to dance? Then <laughs> a cigarette. No, not that bad. But she's like, yeah, hey, so you want a two for one? And I'm just like, oh, yeah, I totally want a two for one. Oh. The whole time I'm like, fuck you, DJ. You just had to do that now. So it's like, all right, here goes our two for one. And like, oh man, she's like, you know, old lady like dancing on me. <laughs> and she's also throwing her old lady titties in my face. And it's like, you ever like uh, go in to like give your grandma a kiss like on the cheek or something? Like, hey, grandma, happy Thanksgiving. It's good to see you. Mwah. I don't know how else to describe like that old person loose but soft skin. Like so loose though. 
That's the kind of feeling it was when she's like rubbing her tits all in my face. They're just like this loose grandma skin. And I remember thinking like, oh my God, this is so terrible, dude. End these songs. And then she's like, all right, cool. Hey, you want to do another one? And I'm just like, dear God, no. (laughs) And you would think that that would be like the climax, right? That's like the, or what's the opposite of climax? The, The very rock bottom of this club. But no, it got better. So as soon as I got out of that, the clasp of the old lady stripper, I go to the stage. I'm just like, all right, I'm just going to chill by the stage, watch the different girls, see what other see what other golden girls start walking out. Betty White came out next. No, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, okay, so then they're like, all right, let's all right, bring out our next dancer, Jessica, to the floor. And she starts like, I mean, you know how it is in the club. It's like crazy neon lighting. So like this girl comes out, and I'm just watching. I'm just like, slowly my eyes start to like gander down to like her belly button, where just to the right of her belly button, she has like this plastic attachment like to her like stomach with like this little tube sticking out. And I'm just like staring at it because it's like, you know, she's kind of far away, and it's also like neon blue lighting. I'm just like trying to see if like maybe my eyes are playing a trick on me. Maybe that old lady's talcum powder that she throws on her titties is like slightly blinding me or something, but I'm looking and I'm like, is that one of those fucking like diabetic like tube things that they use to like inject or like, I don't know, like feed? It looks like when you go to the hospital and it's like, I can't eat food, so I need like a, whatever it's called, not a tourniquet, but like a, you know, got the little feeding tube sticking out of her stomach dude this girl is dancing like in a bikini up on the stage with this fucking like feeding tube in her stomach and that's all i was staring at the whole time dude i'm just like looking at her stomach and just trying to be like casually like oh no no yeah yeah, your boobs are great but your stomach tube though (laughs) huh oh yeah cool yeah titties yeah but that stomach tube though is what i'm really interested in uh yeah it was a an experience that Kid Rock would have fucking loved, I'm sure, and I wish he had been there with me. But, yeah, hopefully your guys' 2023 season is starting off good. Uh, only another game to go with the Broncos, and I can officially switch over to my hockey gear. Uh, teams are doing a hell of a lot better than the Broncos, so that'll be fun to root for a team that's actually doing decent. But we'll see what happens. Thank you so much. If you haven't already, go ahead and punch that like and subscribe. Go ahead and punch that like button. It definitely helps the show stay alive. I am your host as always, Kyle McLemore. And we'll see you next time on the pod. Bring the